Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Show World Soccer Radio on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, also Sirius XM. I'm your host, Nick Eber. Great to be with you. You can find me on Twitter at Nick Eber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R. We are presented by BetOnline.ag, and today we have our big Champions League wrap-up show. Uh, let's take a look back at the group stages of the Champions League, which are now behind us. Let's look forward to Monday's draw. So what I want to do is look at all the teams that made it through, the seeded teams and the unseeded teams, where they were in their group. Let's have a little uh, chinwag about each of the teams in particular. And then we're going to take a look at the various teams they could be drawn against because not all the seeded teams could necessarily be drawn against all the unseeded teams, if that makes sense. Plus, I want to talk about a potentially disturbing report about the future of the Champions League and what it may look like. I'm going to tell you why I'm of, I wouldn't even say mixed opinion, why I don't like it. I'm going to explain why, but I'd love to hear from you. Why don't you send me a tweet at Nick Eber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R. You can send me a comment on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. So Champions League is what we're all about today. Once again, the draw is Monday, so we will take a look at all the possible iterations. By the way, I would love to welcome all of our men and women in uniform around the world listening to this show on the American Forces Network. What a pleasure and a privilege to have you with me as I do each and every weeknight from 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern. Then again on Sports Overnight America at midnight Pacific, 3 a.m. Eastern time for all you early birds so you get two bites at the apple. And if for some reason you miss that apple altogether, you can still get the podcast at our podcast network, which is the Believe, B-L-E-A-V, a podcast network. Uh, go on there and subscribe. You can also find us on Spotify and iTunes and iHeartRadio, the award-winning SiriusXM app. You know, just about everywhere. You could probably even stick a coat hanger in your ear and pick us up somewhere in the ether. All right, this is World Soccer Radio presented by BetOnline.ag. I'm Nick Eber. It's going to be a very quick break, and I'll be right back to kick it off here on World Soccer Radio. All right, uh, welcome back, World Soccer Radio. Nick Gieber with you. We are presented by BetOnline.ag. The Champions League group stages are now behind us. And the Champions League in full swing, obviously, along with the Premier League and many of the other European leagues, as well as our leagues here in the United States, including the NFL. But while you might not be at the game this year, for obvious reasons, I want you to know you can still be in on the action at BetOnline. They've got game spreads and totals. They've got team, player, encroaching prop bets. Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any other place online. Plus, they've got an online casino that never closes, much like uh, the casinos here in my hometown of Las Vegas. Head over to betonline.ag today 
take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag. Sign up today and make BetOnline your online sports book experts. Okay. I'd mentioned uh, in the last show uh, the Champions League matches that were coming up. And there were a couple of biggies to look for, particularly in Group H, where we had a, a spectacular group, I have to say, <laughs> because uh, we had all sorts of potential iterations in Group H. Leipzig, Man United, and the other game in that group, group was uh, PSG, uh, Istanbul, Beşiktaş. I know it sounds like a mouthful. But you had three teams all in with a shout of making the knockout rounds. All Man United needed was basically one point. They crapped out in a big way in Leipzig, unable to come back after an abysmal and appalling first half. And I mentioned, talked about this on the last show, that, you know, this is the fragility of Man United. And if you keep playing Russian roulette, eventually that round is going to get the round in the chamber chamber is going to be the one that you know shoots you and that's really what's happening with man united this team i think flatters to deceive when they do flatter at all but leipzig really showed them up and finally that run comes to an end paris beat istanbul 5-1 in the replay of that game that was cancelled if you remember due to uh, a potentially racist incident with the fifth official on the sideline, and that match was replayed. So that's a little bit sort of uh, uh, an update. The the other couple of big matches that we were looking at were Lazio Bruges because either of those teams could have gone through, but that draw that they Lazio got in that match at two two was enough to push them through. Uh, the Barcelona Juve match was going to be a fascinating match to see who would get out of Group G seeded, and it was Juve. As I think you saw, by the way, um, I'm going to just mention something about this Juve-Barca game at the Camp Nou, where Juve went to Camp Nou, beat Barcelona 3-0, come out of Group G, top of the group. And Rhea Roscoe, who's one of my regular listeners, who writes to me all the time on World, uh, on Facebook, World Soccer Radio, uh, mentioned that it was really interesting because for him it was indicative of how much easier it is to build a team around Cristiano Ronaldo than it is to build a team around Lionel Messi. And actually, I think he has got a great point. And I will at some point in the next week or so have Ray on here and let's have a chat about it because I think he brings up a great point. By the way, the other shocker for me was Group D where Atalanta went to... Amsterdam and beat Ajax at the Johan Cruyff Arena uh, 1-0, sending Ajax out of the Champions League, which was a shocker. Not that we should be shocked, and I'm going to explain to you why. Part of it is because Atalanta have proven that they are a shocker team, a surprise team. So let's look at it this way. I'll tell you what, rather than just telling you who went out of the groups or where we are in the groups... Why don't we do this? Why don't I tell you, uh, within the groups themselves, who's in, who's out? So Group A, Bayern Munich and Atletico Madrid are in. Salzburg and Lokomotiv Moscow are out. Group B, Real Madrid and Borussia Mönchengladbach are in, in that order. 
Shakhtar Donetsk and FC Inter Milano, Internazionale Milano, better known as Inter, are out. Group C, Man City and Porto are in. And Olympiacos and Marseille are out. Group D, Liverpool and Atlanta are through to the next rounds. And Ajax and FC Mietland are out. By the way, Mietland, one of uh, one of the few teams, along with Lokomotiv Moscow, uh, along with uh, Ferenovorosi, the Hungarian team that no one can pronounce, and Zenit, and uh, Ron, who did not win a single match uh, in the Champions League group stages. In Group E, Chelsea and Sevilla are through. Krasnodar and Ron are out. In Group F, Borussia Dortmund and Lazio are through, and Bruges and Zenit are out. In Group G, Juve and Barcelona are through. Uh, Dinamo Kiev and Ferenc Varosi are out. Group H, PSG and Leipzig are through, and Man United and Istanbul Basakshir are out. So that wraps up the group stages. So the seeded teams going through are Bayern Munich, Chelsea, Borussia Dortmund, Juventus, Liverpool, Manchester City, PSG, and Real Madrid. And the unseeded teams are Atalanta, Atletico Madrid, Barca, Lazio, Leipzig, Borussia Mönchengladbach, Porto, and Sevilla. So that's the kind of roundup of who's through to the last 16. We're going to run down each of these teams a little bit because some of them are actually quite interesting. For example, Atalanta, and I'm just going to give a little preview here. This team is fascinating because last year, you may remember, they made the quarterfinals of the Champions League. They lost to PSG. And that was it. That was their first ever appearance in the Champions League. And they made it to the quarterfinals. Giampiero Gasparini, who is uh, the manager, I think has a team that he's developed a lot of belief. If you remember, um, this time round, they went to Anfield and won. And this is the second year in the row. They won all three, and they won all three away games. They've only the second Italian team to win at Anfield, if you can believe that. Uh, look, they've got a pretty good squad. They've got guys like Duvan Zapata, Alejandro Gomez. Um, the question is, this time, can they continue their success? It's going to depend on who they draw. Atalanta are an unseeded team. And as a result, they can draw a whole slew of people that they don't want to draw. Trust me. They can draw anybody unless they were in Group D or they're Italian, which means they can't draw Liverpool and they won't draw Juventus. But they could play Bayern Munich. They could play Real. They could draw Bayern Munich. They could draw and play Real Madrid. They could play Man City. They could play Chelsea. They could play Borussia Dortmund, and they could play PSG. 
which would be a bit of a nightmare for them, given that that's who knocked them out last year in the Champions League. All right, I have to go to break. Let's pick it up on the other side. Let's continue to go through this, take a, a, a quick peek at each of the teams. I'll tell you who they could potentially draw and play against. We are talking Champions League football. And then later on in the show, I'm going to talk about uh, a story that has leaked about the potential future look of the Champions League. And I can tell you this, I for one do not like it. I'll be right back after this. Welcome back, World Soccer Radio. Nick Gieber with you. We're on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, also Sirius XM Radio, the American Forces Network, iHeartRadio, tune in the award-winning Sirius XM app, and we are also available on our podcast network, the Believe, B-L-E-A-V podcast network. And before we get on with the rest of the show, I just wanted to highlight a couple of other podcasts on the Believe Network that you should check out since you obviously like global football because you're listening to me. Uh, First, there's BSI the podcast. Now, this is hosted by Benny Failhaber, Sal Zizo, Ike Parra, if you don't know, they're already uh, MLS and USL players. They have a fun show. They get a guest, they talk current events, football, stories, have a laugh, have a chin wag, and they've got a great section where Ike Parra basically peppers the guest with questions from listeners that have been sent in over the last week. So good stuff. The other one, of course, is the Shep Messing Daily Cast. And I really probably don't need to tell you anything about Shep Messing if you are a follower of global football here in the United States. Shep Messing is a legend of the game. And even though he likes to talk about New York Red Bulls, with the Red Bulls not in season, he'll talk global football. And for a guy that played with Pele, it's good. To, it's a great show. Love Shep. You'd really do yourself a favor by heading over to the Believe Network and subscribing to any of these podcasts. And of course, this one. We are presented by BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. We are talking Champions League round of 16. We are through seeded and unseeded teams. As I mentioned, seeded are Bayern, Chelsea, Dortmund, Juve, Liverpool, Man City, PSG, and Real Madrid, who really don't look great, I have to tell you. Unseeded teams are Atalanta, Atletico, Barca, Lazio, Leipzig, Borussia Mönchengladbach, Porto, and Sevilla. And as I look at this list, I mean, I just scratch my head sometimes because teams like uh, Barcelona, teams like Borussia Mönchengladbach, they had their destiny in their own hands to be seeded or to be unseeded. And teams like Real Madrid, who were quite frankly bloody lucky to get through that uh, final game against Borussia Mönchengladbach was a complete capitulation from Borussia Mönchengladbach, if you saw it. Of all the seeded teams, Real Madrid are the ones that have the easiest possible opponents. And the reason for that is there are three Spanish teams unseeded. They can't play them. And the other team in Group B. So there are only four possible teams. By the way, that other team was Borussia Mönchengladbach. There are no English teams unseeded because Man United didn't make it through. And all three 
English teams other than Man United made it out as the seeded team in the group, by the way, which is going to really help the coefficient going forward. And we can talk about that in the next segment, because when I talk about the future of the Champions League, coefficient, very important. I'm just going to take a swig here. Hold on. Mm. There you go. Um, no, no, it's not a shot of whiskey. It's actually my uh, protein shake. So Real Madrid, who to me were just just very unconvincing, to be fair, um, come out as the seeded team out of Group B, if that makes any sense to you. Of course, Group B was this was this really crazy group with Borussia uh, Mönchengladbach, etc., etc. And as a result of that, the only teams that they can actually play are Porto, Atalanta, Lazio, and Leipzig. Now, last year, Madrid went out in the round of 16. They lost to Man City. Again, Real Madrid cannot play, could not possibly play Man City in the round of 16 because they're both seeded. Obviously, uh, Real Madrid currently the most ever wins in the Champions League. Uh, but Zidane, you know, has been under a lot of pressure. I mean, they literally were a hair's breadth away of not qualifying. And why Real Madrid are ranked four in UEFA is beyond me, by the way. These UEFA rankings just are absolutely meaningless. But let me put this into some perspective. Uh, Real Madrid can play the 29th ranked team. I'm just trying to get these. You'll excuse me. I'm I'm not that... Um, I'm not that uh, organized here. They could play the 29th ranked team. They could play, let's have a look. They could play Borussia Dortmund. Uh, nope, they couldn't play Borussia Dortmund. They can't play Juve. They could play Lazio, 29th ranked team, the 30, 36th ranked team. They could play uh, Leipzig, the 21st ranked team. And I believe Porto they could play. I'm not mistaken. And Porto currently are ranked, let's have a look, they're ranked 15th. So, I mean, talk about having a rubbish, absolute rubbish group stage, squeaking through top of the group because Borussia Mönchengladbach collapse around you. And then, because so many Spanish teams came through unseated, there's basically... Only you could only play half the uh, potentially play half the unseeded teams, and of those, the fifteenth ranked team is the highest seeded team you could potentially play. I'm going to tell you, Real Madrid have an easy path through to the round of eight, to the quarterfinals. In my in my mind, the easiest of all the other teams, Bayern Munich. We're in Group A. Let's start at the top, shall we? Do, do you want to start at the top? Okay, let's start at the top with B for Bayern Munich because we can do that. And um, I'm just going to have to get to my notes here. 
Uh, Bayern Munich obviously ranked one in UEFA, and I say obviously, they've been absolutely terrific. They won uh, five of their games, drew one. They scored 18 goals. They conceded five in the group stages. They were in Group A uh, with Atletico Madrid. They won the Champions League last year. Uh, they've won it six times, same uh, number as Liverpool. Uh, Hans-Dieter Flick is the manager. And um, I think they look pretty good. They could potentially play Porto, Atalanta, Sevilla, Lazio, or Barcelona. And, and I can tell you, if there's any round of 16 matchup I want to see, it is a match against Barcelona. I mean, are you really interested in seeing Bayern beat up on Porto, Atalanta, Sevilla, or Leipzig? Or Lazio? Excuse me, not Leipzig. Lazio? I'm not. I want to see that. They could play Barcelona. Uh, Real Madrid, we just discussed their absolute gift, <laughs> thanks to Borussia Dortmund, and the fact that the only teams they could potentially be drawn against are Porto, Atalanta, Lazio, and Leipzig. Because three of the four English teams made it into the seeded stage, they actually have fairly dangerous opposition. Remember, in the unseeded team side, you've got Atletico Madrid, Borussia Mönchengladbach, Porto, and Barcelona, and Sevilla. Not, to not even mentioning Atalanta and the quality of Atalanta and what they did last season. So uh, for teams like Manchester City, who came out top of Group C, they couldn't play Porto because Porto was in their group. But there are no other English teams in the unseeded group, so they could play anyone. They could play Atletico, they could play Borussia Mönchengladbach, they could play Atalanta, they could be drawn against Sevilla, Lazio, Barca, or Leipzig. And look, uh, as, as rough as Man City's Premier League season has been although one could argue it's improving one could argue they've had a lot of injuries there's a lot of discussion about it the champions league is where their focus lies and i don't care who you talk to i don't care which man city expert tells you oh no everything's just as important or you hear these ridiculous athlete interviews where they all say the same thing oh one day at a time one game at a time that's rubbish Manchester City's goal is to become a European powerhouse. In order to do that, they need to win the Champions League. And it has not helped the fact that they could come up against Barcelona. They could come up against Sevilla. They could come up against Borussia Mönchengladbach. They could come up against Atletico Madrid in the round of 16. It is tough, tough, tough. A lot is riding on this. Watch Manchester City. That is going to be an absolutely fascinating draw by the way the draw is monday the champions league round of 16 will start in february and the second part of it will be in march i'm just looking at my dates yes that's true <laughs> okay 
I'm going to take a break. You're listening to World Soccer Radio, presented by betonline.ag. I'm trying to give you as accurate information and my opinions as possible. So if occasionally you hear one of these very long William Shatnerian pauses, it's because I'm validating something I just told you to make sure that I wasn't blowing smoke up your backsides. I hate to do that. All right, I'll be right back after this. Welcome back, World Soccer Radio on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, also Sirius XM Radio, as well as the American Forces Network, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, the award-winning Sirius XM app, and our podcast is available for you on the Believe, B-L-E-A-V, the Believe Podcast Network. I'm your host, Nick Gieber. We're talking Champions League football. You can find me on Twitter at Nick Gieber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R, or Facebook, facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. We're running down the Champions League groups, aftermath, the aftermath of the Champions League groups, and we're looking at who's seeded, who's unseeded, who could play what, where, when, and how. Of course, the draw happening on Monday, if I if you didn't know that, but Monday we will know for sure who's playing who. But there are only a certain amount of teams that each one could play because the, the, it's obviously if you came out top of the group, you're seeded. If you came out second, you're unseeded. The seeded teams cannot play each other in the round of 16. A seeded team has to play an unseeded team, but they can't play a team that was in their group and they can't play a team from their own country. So as a result, we have for some of these teams a rather limited choice. So we've covered Bayern, Real Madrid, and Manchester City. Uh, let's move on to Liverpool. By the way, as I mentioned, Real Madrid seem to have luck going their way. But let's get on to Liverpool, whose current UEFA ranking is 10th, which I don't understand, to be fair. Liverpool won the Champions League two years ago. They went to the final the year before that. Uh, last year, they won the Premier League. They were eliminated by uh, Atletico in the round of 16 Last year, they've won it six times in all. But they did win the Premier League title for the first time since 1990. That was last year. Uh, They've had um, uh, not the easiest Champions League campaign, I would say. But it's been injuries that's really been the key thing with Liverpool right now. Despite the injuries, they have managed to meet the last 16. And they've done that without Virgil van Dijk. Diogo Jota has been an absolute monster in the Champions League. And that's been a great benefit to them. As well as when needed, the kids have really come up big. Uh, you saw a little bit of that on the last match where they played Midland. Now Liverpool were already through top of the group. It was a 1-1 draw. wasn't the most exciting game. But again, they still looked pretty decent. Uh, by the way, so did Midland in that game. So, But they had nothing to lose. All right, so Liverpool. Who could they face, you ask? Well, there's a fairly long list. Again, because there are no English unseeded teams... They basically could face every team except for Porto, uh, pardon me, except for Atalanta, who were the uh, unseeded team in their group. So therefore, they could play Atletico Madrid, which would be uh, very rough because obviously Atletico were their boogie team 
last season, eliminating them in the round of 16. They could play Borussia Mönchengladbach, Porto, Sevilla, again, a boogie team for them in the Europa League, Lazio, Barcelona, or Leipzig. Probably the one team they would like to play in that group, I would think, maybe Lazio, maybe Leipzig, maybe Porto. I think they'd want to avoid Atletico, Borussia Dortmund, Sevilla, and Barcelona, obviously. All right, let's move on to Chelsea Football Club, a team definitely on the rise, I think, under Frank Lampard. They are ranked 14th in the in UEFA right now. They went unbeaten in their groups. They did draw two matches. Last season, they were eliminated in the Champions League in the round of 16 against Bayern Munich. Uh, they did win the European Cup back in uh, 2011, was it, or 2012? It's 2012. They won it uh, last in 2012. I think... They've been very impressive, both in the Premier League and in the Champions League. And what's fascinating for me about Chelsea is the youth of these players and the energy, but the fact that they have a belief in the system, a belief in themselves, and a belief in the manager, who, by the way, won both the Champions League and the Europa League as a player. But I really like this team. Timo Werner, Kai Havertz. They're all there, but it's, it's not just that. Top to bottom, this is a team that believes. Who could Chelsea play? Well, once again, they could play everybody except Sevilla because that was the only other team in their group. Therefore, they could play Atletico, Borussia Mönchengladbach, Porto, Atalanta. They could play Lazio, Barcelona, and Leipzig. Okay, let's move on to Borussia Dortmund. Uh, get a lot of German teams here. Don't forget that. We've got Bayern Munich, we've got Borussia Dortmund, we've got Borussia Mönchengladbach. So three of the German teams making it through. They're ranked 12th. They uh, did lose one and draw one in their group. Last season, Borussia Dortmund were eliminated by PSG. They did win it in 1997. They could play... Atletico Madrid, Porto, Atalanta, Sevilla, Lazio, and Leipzig. Uh, let's move on to Juve. Uh, the, 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 really, what a great... I, I love to watch Juve. Great team. Cristiano Ronaldo. You know, <laughs> we talk about this. I mention this, that a player can be worth as much money in the world, but ultimately a bag of money won't put the ball in the back of the net. There is no one more consistent than Cristiano Ronaldo. Same thing with Messi. But I think Ronaldo is a player that tends to elevate the players around him more than Messi. I'm not saying he's a better player than Messi. He's a slightly different player than Messi. And this is a discussion we can certainly have any other time. So Juve are in group, were in group G. That was the group with Barcelona. Uh, yes, with Barcelona. So they cannot play. They cannot play Barcelona. So that's good for them. They're ranked third, by the way, in UEFA, which is a really high coefficient. They uh, did not. They drew none. They lost one. They conceded 
four goals <laughs> in all the group stages. Last season, they were eliminated by Lyon, which was a massive disappointment in the round of uh, 16. And uh, I really like this team. There's just a lot to like, a lot to love. So, who could they play? Atletico, Borussia Dortmund, Porto, Sevilla, and Leipzig. I would say probably Juve have. Juve have most likely the easiest round out, route out of the round of 16, along with Real Madrid. Sorry if I seemed like I'm a little lower of the place. So that's a big story, and I, I want I want to get to it. The final team, Paris Saint-Germain. And, and this, to me, is one of the more interesting teams in the Champions League. We talk about how Manchester City is sort of sent up, set up to win the Champions League, that this is sort of their overriding goal. There is no team, really, that has been invested in and built to win the Champions League more than PSG. The French League is really not competitive. They are a £9 million gorilla in this league. They have players like Mbappe. They have players like Neymar. The investment has been made. By the way, I'm hearing both of them could sign new contracts. They went 4-0-2 uh, in the group. Last season, they lost in the final. They got all the way to the finals, and they lost to Bayern Munich. And that was their best run yet. And uh, this is Thomas Tuchel's team. And I think people are going to expect that they will repeat. So, um, who could they play? Well, everyone except for Leipzig. They could play Atletico, Borussia Mönchengladbach, Porto, Atalanta, Sevilla, Lazio, or Barcelona. Again, if there's a match I would like to see here, it would be PSG Barcelona. Who's going to get Barcelona? That's the one thing you want to avoid. All right, well, we will find out on Monday because that is when the draw is. By the way, tomorrow I will be doing my patented Pundits Premier League preview show just so you can have a whole bunch of peas to go with your dinner. But let's wrap up the Champions League discussion because there was a story, or there is a story, running around, a very sad story, about the Champions League and its revamping. But before we get to that story, I did want to mention a sad story about another passing. You know, we've had um, two players so far, obviously Maradona, Papa Bobo Diop, and now we've lost the third one because these things come in three. The great uh, Paolo Rossi has died, died yesterday at 64 years old, um, a legend of Italy, a legend of Juventus, played for Milan as well, but really Juve is where he is best known. Paolo Rossi, in the 1982 World Cup, and I, I mean, I just remember it so well, right? They beat Brazil in 82, won the World Cup. Who can remember? Who can forget that if you were there watching it? But we lost Paolo Rossi. All right, let's get, get back on to the Premier League. Pardon me, the not Premier League, the Champions League. See how much time I've got to get to this story because, oh, I don't really have enough time for this story. I'll tell you what, I'm going to tease it. Let's talk about it a bit tomorrow. They are talking about revamping the Champions League format 
into what they call the big group format. This would start in 2024. Their plan is going to allow all the Premier League big six teams to qualify. And they're going to do this by saying the top four teams make it in, and then you get two other slots based on coefficient. And what does coefficient mean? Well, coefficient is essentially a mathematical number that they come up with based on your past performance. In other words, if you are a team that has consistently done well in your league and in the Champions League and in Europe, e.g. the big six, you will have a high coefficient and you will basically get an automatic slot. Folks, I hate it. It stinks. It loses the fun of the Champions League for me. It really penalizes teams, for example, like Wolverhampton Wanderers to a degree like Tottenham Hotspur, certainly up upstarts, up-and-coming teams, teams like Everton that have... Uh, that have European hopes. Why would a team like Arsenal, who would have a high European coefficient, who is absolutely a rubbish team right now, should, why should they automatically make the Champions League? It makes no sense to me whatsoever. I think it's complete and utter nonsense. I hate it. And it really, if this is the approach they're going to take, why don't we just go back to the, the champion of each league plays in a knockout tournament, no group stage, until we get a champion? like they did in the old way. That's another way to do it. All right, I'm Nick Gieber. I'm with you each and every weeknight, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern, and then on Sports Overnight America for you early birds at midnight Pacific, 3 a.m. Eastern time on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Sirius XM, American Forces Network, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, world-winning Sirius XM app, Believe Podcast Network. And as I mentioned, we are presented to you by betonline.ag, your online sports book, Experts tomorrow, the patented Premier League pundits preview show. Going to give you every Premier League match this weekend, plus some odds and picks and values courtesy of our good friends at betonline.ag. All right, I hope you've enjoyed the Champions League roundup, wrap-up. We look forward to the draw on Monday. I'll be back to wrap this up right after the break. All right, welcome back, World Soccer Radio. So we look forward to the draw for the round of 16 in the Champions League on Monday. It won't be till February that we will kick off the round of 16 and get into the knockout stages. So we will be back to our beloved domestic leagues, including, I might say, a full slate of Premier League matches this weekend. The biggest match standing out, waving, yelling and screaming at you is, of course, the big Manchester derby at Old Trafford. Man United hosting Man City. Two teams have had a rough start to the season. Both seem to have pulled them out of their slide. This should be a great match. I know oftentimes I say this will be a great match. You want to look for it. And then it's been a bit disappointing. I do not suspect that this one will be disappointing in any way, shape, or form. Tomorrow, Leeds United are facing West Ham at Ellen Road. That should also be a really fun match to watch because both of these teams do like to attack in earnest. Uh, we got Wolves Villa, Newcastle, West Brom, Everton, Chelsea. Should be another good match, by the way, at Goodison Park. And on Sunday, Liverpool are in action away at Craven Cottage. Spurs are away at Selhurst Park. 
Arsenal are hosting Burnley and Leicester City host Brighton. Of course, Sheffield United, the one team I haven't mentioned, winless on the season, will go to St. Mary's to face Southampton. Those are the Premier League matches we will look forward to this weekend. The good news is I will break each of these down for you in detail tomorrow, Friday, for our patented Premier League punditry preview show with odds and values courtesy of our presenting sponsor, betonline.ag. In the meantime, if you've got any thoughts, comments, or picks you want to give me, let me know on my Twitter account, at Nick Gieber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R, or our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. In the meantime, stay safe, have fun, enjoy the match tomorrow. I'll catch you after the Premier League match tomorrow, right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Sirius XM. Cheers. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.